Hey guys, welcome to the sixth official episode of We Ruined Everything. Um, podcast between me and my wife, Kayla. Hello. I'm David, of course. And I'm Kayla. How's your week? Doing pretty good. How about yours? I made cookies this week. Yeah, did you? First time in a while. Oh, that's that what I happened baked. to me this week. You ate cookies? No, I, uh, oh. <laughs> I had a whole day where I had no, I couldn't taste sweets. Oh, yeah. All I could that taste was, was savory. I think it was uh, something to do with the weather. I don't know. I just got weird, yeah, weird allergies. Um, yeah, so. Some sinus issues affecting your taste buds. Yeah, so I remember you made cookies, and I was like, these are the saltiest cookies I've ever eaten. I did. Well, so I made chocolate chip cookies yeah. because I was craving chocolate chip cookie dough. And so I made some so I could eat some. And then I baked the rest. And I ate them too. And I was just like, this is weird. This is a really salty batch. <laughs> I didn't think anything of it. Uh, it got hankering for my own uh, sweet. So I made some uh, arroz con leche later on that night. Mm-hmm. And I did, all I could taste was savory. You even asked me if our sugar jar was sugar. And I said, well, did you taste it? Yeah, all <laughs> these things in hindsight make sense. Because <laughs> it all just, it tasted like flour yeah maybe not that bland so you made it so i made it and i just kept adding more and more sugar so much so that when you ate something like oh that's real sweet and i was like because you told me you're like you may actually like it tonight because it's a little bit more savory than sweet yeah because you grew up in indiana (laughs) yes and i guess over there they eat rice pudding creamed rice Mm. is what we call it and so it's just milk butter and salt um in the rice so it's it's savory. Yeah. It's more Which, of a side dish than a dessert. Yeah. And that's pretty much what goes into arroz con leche, except you add lots of uh, vanilla and sugar and cinnamon. And <laughs> so, yeah, it becomes a dessert. I added a little bit of nutmeg. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I ate some of that stuff. And I just, it would just, I kept adding more and more sugar every time I taste tested it. Because I was just like, there's something wrong with this batch. <laughs> it's just not what I want. It was so sweet. It was, <laughs> and so I couldn't. Sweet. Uh, I wonder how much damage I did to my teeth that night. <laughs> yeah, I got up the next day though, and yeah, I could. It was great, and I finished the whole. Like I was gonna leave it there, maybe give it away to a friend, but I just woke up, just ate normal. It's like stuff tastes good today. <laughs> Decided to try my rice again, and yeah, it was really, really, really candy. <laughs> and it was really, really great. Pretend you can't taste sugar. Yeah. We also found a new to us diner in town that sells millionaire pies. I've been looking for millionaire pies for a long time. And Rubens too, which is, but yeah, this place is a nice little little deli pie shop. Yes. Called honeycomb pie Pie shop. shop. Yeah. But anyway, you really enjoyed the pie. So I think (laughs) next time we go in, the pie is going to be great. It's going to seem super sweet to you. It's going to be great. Did you figure out what's in a millionaire pie? What it's is like it? It's like pineapple and other stuff. In uh, it. It's like a cream base. Yeah, it's good. I grew up with it. But yeah, millionaire pie. Chef's kiss. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that's pretty much the only big thing I remember happening. You gave the dog a bath, which is always an event. Well, I gave him a bath. Giant. He let me. Which is not fair. He's a traitor. Because ever since he was a tiny puppy, he's hated baths. 
He doesn't like when I wash him. He runs away. He cowers. He like will tuck his tail in between his legs and his ears will be all flat. And he'll just stand there and whimper while I wash him. And when I looked out the window and you were giving him his bath, he acted like he was getting the best belly rub. His tail was wagging and he was he was smiling. It's not even fair. Yeah, he enjoyed it. And that's the secret. It's just giving him a loving bath. I do. <laughs> I didn't really want to give him a bath. I think he's just conditioned to be afraid of me giving him a bath Maybe. Now. Just like he's conditioned to be afraid to walk into the bathroom. Because when he was a puppy, I'd wash him in the shower. Uh, what else happened this time? One of your favorite things was in the news. Yes. And I've talked about it on this podcast before. There's a web comic called Lore Olympus, and it's about the Persephone and Hades myths um, with a twist, with a modern twist. Um, As things are wanting to do. Yeah. You can find them on WebTubes if you want to see them. But they just signed on with, what, Jim Henson's production company to make cartoons? Oh, I looked some of this up. Uh, so... Web, it's on Webtoons. Right. Uh, it's written by Rachel Smythe, but it almost makes it seem like Webtoons might own a stake in it. I mean, I don't know how Webtoons works when you post your I don't either. I thought it was just like a on there. distribution angle, but maybe it's something more. I don't know. I don't maybe know a publisher. the law behind that. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, they signed, Webtoons signed with Jim Henson Company. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming she's on the deal. I mean, her her social media seems to indicate that she's happy about it. So I mean, I'm hoping that she money. had input into all of that. Yeah, but they're doing a, an animated series aimed at young adults. I'm assuming something along the lines of like young adult cartoon. Um, Adventure Time? I don't know if that's aimed. It's aimed primarily at children, that one. But I feel like Archer was aimed at young adult. It's not aiming at like 50 year olds. Yeah, yeah, I can't figure out what that means exactly. But yeah, sure. You might be right. Might just be slightly more adult oriented cartoon. Is it adult oriented? Yeah. Well, I mean, a Greek mythology. So sure. there's some tough subjects in there that she so far dresses tastefully. That was a lot of preamble for that. <laughs> so it has some social commentary in it. it. Um, She just handles tough topics, I think, in a delicate manner. Okay. I've yet to read it still. So I just have to go yours. You should. You'll have to catch up. Maybe. I have so many things that I need to catch up on. It's good, though, and her art style is Oh, it's unique. beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know what we forgot last week. Hmm. World Octopus Day? Or okay. there was a day last week that was World Octopus Day. I thought maybe I'd give a couple weird facts. Go for it. About I love me some octopi, octopuses. Okay. So on that, I was actually looking up on Merriam-Webster online to figure out which is the correct plural form of octopus. It could either be octopi, which people think that should be plural because they think octopus comes from the Latin. It could be octopuses because that's traditional English, how we make things plurals. We add an S or an ES on the end. Mices, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Good example. Or it could be octopodes. Octopodes. Which is the uh, Greek thinking. Because some people think octopus comes from the Greek. Does it not? There's different thoughts on this. So 
The most common are octopi and octopuses, although octopi seems to be a little bit more outdated, and I think the scientific community for now accepts octopuses. It's because it's fun. It's fun to say. <laughs> I get a lot more enjoyment saying octopuses. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. Eight-legged aliens. They're not legs. They're arms. Two-thirds of their neurons are in their arms, so the arms can act independently of each other. They can turn colors in three-tenths of a second. And then, of course, also change texture of their skin to blend in with their surroundings. When they're camouflaging, they can actually change. They can make themselves look spiky or whatever, which is pretty cool. I think I read, I think this was the octopus, that their brains are actually wrapped around their esophagus. So they have to be really careful when they eat because they can put too much pressure on their brain if they swallow something too big. That's a good diet, man. And speaking of, if like they're in captivity and they're, this one's sad, but if there's not enough stimulation for them, they've been known to eat their own arms, which is called autophagy. Do their arms grow back or are they... Uh, I don't know, but I just, that one kind of made me sad, but also very strange. Oh, they use tools. They're one of the few animals in the animal kingdom that use tools besides humans. Others would be like chimps and dolphins and crows. So octopuses use tools like uh, shells or coconuts as uh, shelters. I remember seeing a video. (laughs) I sent you that video, right? Of the octopus who had a little... Plastic cup as a house? Yes, which is not protective at all. It's flimsy. He's like the first little piggy in the straw house. Fashion. It's fashion. It's fashion. It was clear. It was cool. I just like the uh, divers trying to find him a more worthwhile shell. Well, he got a clamshell. Oh, yeah. His little arm. Very, He'd very Grecian. Reach it out and touch the shell and be like, nah. They did that like a dozen it times. It was all about aesthetic. It all was. About aesthetic. He wanted the one that had all the ridges in it. He didn't like the smooth shell one. I wouldn't either. Yeah. Also, before we go on, I yes. looked it up while you were talking. Uh, they do regenerate arms. Ah. Um, and the last that I have, they can open childproof pill bottles. Hmm. And I've also seen a video where um, the octopus is in his, his tank and the researchers have like a glass jar and there's plastic screw on lid and they put the octopus in the jar and they screw the lid on and then he unscrews it from the inside and gets the lid off. I mean, he's playing because he then he stays in the jar and he pulls the lid back on. It's funny. It's cute. We'll, we'll link to some of these videos on hey. our website. K-N-D-R-O-G-U-E-C-R-A-F-T-S dot com. K-N-D-R-O-G-U-E-C-R-A-F-T-S.com. Oh, I keep forgetting. Like, or I keep remembering okay. different uh, when we are recording this today, what is formerly known as Columbus Day today? in America. I mean, that makes sense because it's, it's been actually, in the news. Yes. Indigenous Peoples Day, officially in some states, not in Texas yet, but we're going to celebrate Indigenous Peoples Day. Yeah. Screw Columbus. Yeah. So now that I took you way off your original course of action here, which was uh, talking about the movies. That's right. It's I'm not scared. You're scared. Who's your favorite vampire? You're asking me? Yeah, I'm asking you. Who's your favorite vampire and why no. is it Blade? So Blade's your favorite vampire. No, he's not necessarily. Um, but he probably is. Uh, I know you're asking me, but I feel like you're asking our audience. I mean, sure. Participate. Just shout it at 
whatever device you're listening to. Yeah. We'll hear it. Okay. So I think my favorite vampire right now without thinking about it too hard is Taika Waititi's Viago from What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah. Which we may have talked about that series last uh, podcast. I don't know if I cut it out. I, I forget. Think, yeah. But it's a spinoff of a movie by Taika Waititi. One of and the Jimmy best Clement. mockumentary comedy horror movies. Yeah. 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 It's really good. Go I don't even it. think you can call it dark. Comedy. Oh, it had. It. It has some messed up stuff in it. But it's not like Fargo where the whole thing is, it just weighs heavy on you. And then there's moments of levity in it. Like I think for the most part, it's a comedy, but it has some like outrageous dark parts in it. Especially that uh, vampires and werewolves. The Count Orloff looking guy. Werewolves, not swearwolves. So I think because he's funny, um, I, he's kind of bad at being a vampire but he kind of likes to show off too and of course it's taika watiti it's it's, it's korg yeah pretending to be a vampire from uh i love it transylvania i could just listen to him talk <laughs> all right man egg yeah <laughs> <laughs> so that that's my choice i choose viago who do you choose i mean yeah it's blade he's my favorite oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Those movies, all of them except for the third one, are great. See, the third one was my introduction into play. <laughs> I mean, you get an intro to Deadpool there, but. And I liked Ryan Reynolds in it, I guess, even though I didn't really like Ryan Reynolds back then. Yeah. Wesley Snipes is great in Blade. And he played that character really well. And there weren't really a lot of black superheroes and one of the better, like, non MCU movies that they've had. I think it's one of the greatest comic book movies in general. Because you made me watch it for the first time recently. And while I enjoyed it, I would not say it is one of the best comic book movies. But I can understand its importance in initiating. I mean, I guess sure, there's some nostalgia there for me. Yeah, I think it's great. The storyline is fine. The effects are. I mean, it's late 90s. Did not stand up. Um, I ha- I think a lot of the effects in Blade are over the top on purpose, though. Like, the blood effects are not realistic. It's really very supernatural to an extent. Which that came back, the final season. We haven't watched it yet. We haven't, we haven't started it yet. Yeah. But I'm excited about that, too. hmm Yeah. Did you know Jared Padalecki is going to be Walker, Texas Ranger? I saw all that. <laughs> yeah. He's from Texas. It's from austin and he's giant he's like six foot four six foot six something like that i know jared from gilmore girls as rory's first love interest dean not the house of wax or whatever the hell it was called the house of wax he was in some horror movie a while back oh no 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 gilmore girls he's he was baby jared on that one what the hell did i i knew jensen from other stuff too really yeah smallville Oh. He was on there for a couple seasons. I never watched Smallville. Yeah, I watched all of it. It's not It's not a great show. It's not a bad one either. It's just, it's there. So, so we watched a few horror movies. Let's talk about the one that wasn't that great. It was a Hulu's October 2019 Into the Dark. Oh, when yeah. When they were doing like a movie a month, which we missed the majority of those. We did because they weren't as good as we wanted them to be. Yeah. Doing I the second season of it too. They are? I think that's what this was. It's a premiere. Well, good for them. Yeah. I think my favorite of the ones we did see was the one from Thanksgiving last year with uh, Dylan McDermott. Oh, about the killer? 
I mean, they're all about killers. The one with the people <laughs> in it? Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, but uh, it was about uh, Dylan McDermott and his daughter. Yeah. Yeah. The whole like theme of it was agoraphobia and how that would mess you up if you lived in the house with the killer. Maybe. Yeah. Allegedly. Spoiler. Spoiler. So this month's was Uncanny Annie. Oh, okay. Yeah, I had to look up the name because we just kind of watched it. Okay. There's some good suspense in the beginning. It's what, Jumanji pretty much? It's kind of, yeah, it's like a spooky Jumanji. Again, and I do this with a lot of movies that don't get my attention. I miss like the first bit of it. And then I got into it. And then at the end, I wish I kind of didn't get into it. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you picked it. It seems. It's really hard for a horror movie to land a third act. Yeah. Plus, I mean, the acting, while not bad, was not Oscar worthy. I mean, it's very early 2000s. It was fine. WB or CW or whatever. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. This is fine. It's fine. (laughs) Um, I guess one of the weird things was the main antagonist of the movie was Annie. Yeah, they keep referring to her as. A young child ghost almost. Right. And the like drawings that they have of her in the game, she seems like a child. Like yeah, this creepy kid. Seven years old or nine, maybe yeah. even. Like a little spooky girl. Which lots of movies do. Yeah. So you can kind of picture what that would be. And I guess maybe this is their way of swerving it. But I the don't actress know. they got was about the same age as every all the other <laughs> college age kids. Yeah, she seemed like 15 year old. Like I guess maybe they might have been going for like the spookiness of like, an older girl pretending to be a young baby. But even then it just came off laughable. And yeah. It wasn't scary. Yeah. Yeah. And they kind of, I mean, I guess they kind of figured they jumped the shark at the end because they just lean into it completely. So don't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> That's my review. What is your review? I mean, yeah, really. No. I, yeah. You review skip it? On in the back. Yeah. yeah. Unless I, you just really want the TV going, but you really don't want to know what's happening second movie we like we saw it on a trailer oh yeah a while I, back i forgot i thought you were uh, going to the anthology one you're not we did watch an anthology one yeah. well let's just wait on this one okay you're talking the anthology okay. we watched an anthology from 2015 yeah the movie's called tales from halloween oh yeah or tales of halloween uh on, also in hulu uh no amazon oh that one was amazon okay so anyway, this anthology. So anthology, it was like an a, hour and a half long. Hour and a half long. It had a lot of different stories in it, but they're all loosely related. It seems to happen in the same town. Yeah. And so it's you, by a bunch of horror directors also. Okay. Like yeah. up and coming or like indie horror. Okay. Some of them were pretty decent. Yeah. Had some good spooks. Had some good uh, suspense. Some of them were real experimental. Or just silly. Yeah. Like I don't think this had a huge budget. I think this was... They're equivalent to like a really decent sized YouTube channel shorts. In almost each one, though, there is at least one actor where we're like, oh, it's that person from the thing. Like a real kind of B-list character actor that at least you'd recognize. So, yeah, it's skip it. <laughs> I put it on because we just wanted something spooky that night. Okay, let me ask you. Okay. Of the, maybe some mild spoilers here. Of the little vignettes, which one was your favorite? My favorite out of all of them? Uh-huh. I'm trying to remember some of them. <laughs> so I have two. Okay, maybe go, this can help you, jog your memory. Say your two and we'll see. One of them is mine. Okay. 
So I thought the one that was the most well done story was the one, again, spoilers, um, where all of a sudden the children are killing adults. Yes, that was a good one. That's a good twist. And the twist at the end, I thought, made that storyline. Yeah, it's a really good take on trick or treaters. Killer kids. Yeah. That one, I'd say, yeah. Find that movie. The, fast forward to that one at least. <laughs> I, I don't, Maybe I don't find know it on like YouTube. the title of each individual story. It didn't really tell you. He just kind of. So, okay. So then my other one that I really liked that made me like happiest <laughs> was the one where you have a Jason-like character fighting an alien. Oh, yeah. A little trick-or-tweet. Yes. <laughs> it was just absurd and had claymation or CGI that looked like claymation. Yeah. Just absurd. It's really good. It, that it, one's a fun. Those two are good. Comical. Yes. Look it up on YouTube. I bet you they're on there. Don't waste your time doing the whole movie. No. No. Not uh, worth it. Yeah, it's not worth it. And I guess with that, we'll go to the meat and potatoes of this I'm Not Scared, You're Scared. Uh, Little Monsters. Yeah. Starring Lupita Nyong'o. Yeah. Um, and Josh Gad. That's right. Yeah. There's another guy in there, but I don't know who I it is. I don't know. He's like an Australian actor. Uh, so but we not saw a trailer for this a while back. But then I found out it was coming to Hulu and we watched it as soon as it came out. Do you want me to give Yeah, you give a synopsis. A synopsis. Did you write one down? No, but I can do this. Okay. I believe in you. <gasps> okay. Um, so Lupita is a teacher and they go on and she ends up having to protect her class from zombies that have infested their field trip. That's no spoilers there. It's just what the movie is. Yeah, it's just a really great horror comedy. Kind of satirizes the genre a little bit. It knows what it is. Yes. It's a wink and a nudge, but it also doesn't take it as a joke. I would say the tone is kind of similar to Shaun of the Dead, where there's some seriousness to it, but also it's very silly and fun. And Peter does a really good job of like balancing a good-hearted character. Like in other movies, this would be somebody you'd forget with this. She does a good job of playing her really lovingly, really just a happy. Right. So I, when we were watching the movie kind of contrasted her character in this movie, little monsters to her character in us. Right. Cause she's also in that horror movie. And she, like you were saying in little monsters, very lighthearted, sweet, still tough, cheery because she has to be whereas in us you know she's very (laughs) scary (laughs) she's yeah dealing with some baggage the characters are totally different even though they're both scary movies and she just does an amazing job with both although i just may like her so i I may not be a discerning well the thing that connects those two characters even more than that they're both badass oh yeah they're both really really like i said she plays is really kind-hearted a good souled character who gets down in it, starts fighting zombies, starts doing awesome superhero stuff. Yeah, she does. Uh, sometimes uh, prohibited by the budget. You kind of get the, <laughs> the hint that something happened. She does a really great job with that. She'd be the lead in more movies. Yes. I'd almost say that's one of the things that I have against the movies, that it didn't start with her. It doesn't. It, it starts first 15, 20 minutes, or it's some dude who goes through his own hero arc, which is fine. I mean, and and there are so problematic elements that we always complain about. Those are in here, 
they deal with them, I feel, a little bit differently because the people who are saying maybe the racist or the bigoted things are bad people. So I think you asked me what a reverence was, a good type of a reverence when we watched it. If there can be such a thing, if there can yeah. be, And I think this would be as close to it as you can get. Yeah. You make the horrible bad guy say and do the horrible things if you're going to have it. Yeah. Don't give it to somebody who's likable. Right. Uh, oh, I mean, he's likable, but not in a way you want to be his friend. You want to punch him in the face. <laughs> and we're talking about Josh Gad. Josh yes. Gad does great. He needs to play more bad guys and comedies that are like this because he does a great job with the physical humor. I guess going back, I almost wonder if they started off the way they did. Uh, so the lead guy is white. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if they did it because they didn't think they could anchor a whole movie on a black woman. I mean, I think they're wrong. But yeah, maybe that might feel like a, a studio. I was like, man, I wanted to see this because of Lupita. Mm-hmm. You know? Which is how they advertise it, too. Yeah. I had no idea I mean, that she's guy the was the bigger big star in this. Uh-huh. She's been in Marvel. She's been in I horror mean, movie. really, I like Josh Gad, but really she's the only star in this. <laughs> <laughs> Josh Gad is great. How dare he? I, he's fine. I think he needs to become a bigger star. He's just a lesser star. (laughs) Yeah, it's really great. It has a lot of different types of children in it, too. Yeah, there are at least two people with visible disabilities. And one of which, I mean, it doesn't even, you know, play into the storyline, which is good. You just have somebody there just because they're there, just because they're a background character. And the the movie doesn't go out of its way to point that out, but it also naturally just shows that there are... Some things you need to do different with people with a, with a disability. Um, but it's never like focused on. It's yeah. just very naturalistic. And I think that's great. That's awesome. And like you said, Lupita is a lead woman of color. Uh, there is some other diversity in some of the background characters. It is set in Australia, but it's pretty white. It didn't detract too much. Yeah. Uh, it was just There's something a- we noticed. Yeah. There's at least one depiction of an LGBT couple. Could be more, but again, it's hard to tell. Hard it's to also know. a zombie movie, so a lot of the background characters do suffer the same fate you, you expect. <laughs> right. But I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really great. Mm-hmm. I I would watch it again. I've heard some people do uh, some reviews after the fact that are like, oh, you know, could no, have done more. These people are asking too much. <laughs> Just a fun B movie. Yeah. It's not trying to be anything other than I would say B+. Plus. A night free and you want to watch something. No, you make time for this movie. <laughs> So you're saying watch. Must yes. Watch. All right. Yeah. Yes. Okay, let's must watch. I'm just watch it. No, because we need more movies with female leads and with women of color leads. Oh, yeah. Actually, so let's support Lupita. And he, yeah, I mean, it's just a good movie anyway. So you don't even have to want to support anything. Just you want to watch a good movie, watch it. Hell yeah. So hell <laughs> yeah. So I guess that's all we have to talk about this week. Right? Anything else? Yeah, no. I think people are still talking about Joker and we're pretty talked out on it. So I mean I get I guess one of the things we should have done is last week is Joker's fine movie. It's okay. Said that. It's just it's it's just okay. Yeah. And I wanted more from it. I expected more. We're disappointed. We're not angry. We're just disappointed. It's 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 not a bad watch. It's just a watch. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hopefully we didn't anger anybody. But oh, it's too late for that. It's too late. But thanks for giving us some of your time today. Uh, hope you have a safe rest of the Halloween season. Uh, watch some scary movies. And we'll catch you next time. See ya. Stay safe. Bye.